0: Oh, by now, I speak, and you will learn. If I don't hear, your words won't hurt. Never put up any fight, except when it's in my own mind. You know, I would really say it's a fine line between being universal and being personal. Because what you wanna do is take something that you've experienced and you're kind of, in songwriting, putting it out there to see, does anybody else feel that way too? And I think the greatest songwriters were able to take a specific experience and then connect other people around that experience. So a lot of songwriting is that, uh, I think lyrically and thematically. And then putting it to music and creating a story, you know, a 3D story is really what you're doing. By adding in music and making sure the
1: music in the lyrics are in harmony, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> One of the ones that Isaac wrote that this band plays to you is, is a great example of, of songwriting.
2: Yes. Um, one thing that I love about Isaac's songwriting, with every new song, he tries to push our boundaries a little bit and um, challenge himself and challenge us. With The Haunting, I think Isaac and Tori, his wife, actually collaborated on this one. And it's a song about long-term relationships. There's just, there's so many lyrics in that song. If you if you take a minute to listen through and pay attention to the lyrics of it, um, there's so many beautiful lyrics, but two of them that really grab me That I feel are very, both very specific to the two of them, and also very universal, are seasons change, so things may die then grow, and it's the love that keeps the haunting in my bones, and it's the concept of two people growing and breaking and changing together, um, and things dying and going through seasons of grief for what something might have been at one point, but it if you, in a long-term relationship, if you're growing together, those seasons of grief will lead into seasons of new growth. But, and it's also very catchy and poppy and, and just a jammy song, which I think is great, which I think is something that we like to do in our songwriting.
0: Just the back and forth way, you know so scared. i to
1: Tori, Good Morning Bedlam puts a lot of effort into creating programs that have a lot of variety.
0: I think that that's super important to us. Each as individuals we have our own style and our own um, loves and interests and so I think one of our strengths is bringing all of those together and creating something very unique. Um, even in just like, we do a lot of three-part harmony and we all have very different voices, um, but we work really hard to blend them together and to create something new from all the different textures within. Um, and that's true with all of our different songs. So we'll go from you know, a song that's super high energy, very, very fast, um, and then the next song will be a very slow, simple folk song. Um, and just for us, that, that keeps us entertained, too, and keeps us in the show, um, and keeps audiences kind of on their toes as to what's going to happen next. And even within songs, that'll happen.
1: You like to arrange the songs and have songs that reflect uh, different musical sensibilities, but the people seem to go for Devil's Waltz. Why is that?
0: I would say people go for Devil's Waltz, um, especially because of our live performance of it. Um, we put in a lot of energy. It's very like Sophie will jump up on the subs if they're there. Isaac will jump up on the drum, and just um, the amount of energy we're able to throw into that song, uh, people really respond to. And also just that it's it's a story. It's kind of a has this you know fairy tale feel to it, and um, that's also just a lot of fun. And it sounds very different from our other songs, so it kind of pops out in that way too. Um, it's just, it's a lot of fun to rock out to. I do a lot of rocking out to it, so it's it's really fun to perform.
2: You'll call me wisdom, and I'll call
1: you boy. We'll
2: represent life, one suffering, one joy. We'll dance around the edge of places, We'll all the fine line, if the devil's walks.
1: We're speaking with members of Good Morning Bedlam, and in your performances, everything isn't original. You sometimes take down a well-worn number and give it a new spin.
2: We we do that with one of our songs, St. James Infirmary. We did a cover of that, which I love. I love blues. I love uh, playing a blues song. and. With our with our songwriting, something we focus on in general is arrangement of the piece. And so that was just really fun to take an old standard that so many people know and arrange it in our own unique way. Um, And I think people attach to that one sometimes because, A, they know it from a long time back, and and also uh, it's definitely our showcase song, it kind of shows what each of us can do vocally, it shows our three-part harmonies, it shows our soloing abilities, and it shows our energy. And it's got all those pieces to it. Can search this whole wide world over But he'll never find another sweet gal like me
1: Three-part harmony, arranging, songwriting, it's all there. Good Morning Bedlam performs at the Aster in Minneapolis Friday, December 27th. Doors open at 8, music is at 9, and Feed the Dog is also on the bill. For information, it's goodmorningbedlam.com or Good Morning Bedlam on Facebook. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking.
0: You can start this whole wide world